Welcome to the Travel Agent Podcast. I'm your host, Aileen Blanco. I interview successful industry professionals and share my personal journey to becoming a travel agent. The show is for aspiring travel agents and travel professionals at every level. My mission is to uncover the universal keys to thrive in this business. Join me as I take a closer look into the life of a travel agent. And welcome to another episode of the Travel Agent Podcast. Today, we have another fantastic guest, and she is going to introduce herself. Hello, my name is Jennifer Jacob, and I am the proud founder of Explore Tour Travel, and we were founded in 2015. I uh, started the business actually through a workaway stay in the olive groves of Italy. And since then, we've grown into a full service, comprehensive travel company. And we are 12 agents strong currently. Wonderful. So, can you give us a little bit more detail, like how you got into the travel business while you were over in Italy? Well, it is a little bit of a longer story, but I actually studied abroad in Florence. Um, when I got to Florida State University, I saw a booth for study abroad, and I told my mom, I'm definitely doing that, and she said, you are absolutely not, and I got very stubborn, and she said, well, you better find your own way, so I went to the SunTrust Bank, applied for a loan, got myself a passport, and headed abroad to Florence, Italy, where I absolutely fell in love with travel. My dad had actually been abroad before, so he really wanted to come visit me while I was over there. And my mom, she again was still very nervous, so she was vehemently against visiting me. But when I got back, my dad was really remorseful that he actually had not visited while I was at my semester abroad. So I told my mom, okay, so if you just get a passport and you show up at the airport, if I take care of everything, will you go? And she said yes. And so literally seven years later, I finally got her on an airplane to go abroad. And she showed up and I had like a folder per day, printed tickets, everything in this like nice and tidy package. And I thought, holy cow, there's not really a service that does this that people know of that's really accessible other than more of a luxury travel platform. So I thought, this is an opportunity. This is a niche. So in 2015, I filed an LLC before I was well before I was uh, prepared to do so. <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing, no idea what I was getting into. And then in January of 2016, I randomly was sent an email that said how to travel the world for free by a friend. And one of the things was sign up for workaway.info. I signed up with strangers, went to their house for a month and a half. We are now such good friends. It was a vegan, sustainable farm that I stayed on. And while I was there, I shared content and used that experience to um, explore all around Europe on the weekends. And that is literally how the birth of Explorator Travel uh, happened. And I focused on really experiential 
local and cultural immersive experiences so that people could see what being abroad was like in a less touristic way. And I thought that was a really good way to uh, just kind of segue into that market. That is such an awesome story. Um, It's great that you saw a need and you decided to fill it and not, you know, like a lot of people are like, well, somebody will figure it out. You figured it (laughs) out. (laughs) That's awesome. So what were some of the biggest challenges in the beginning when you decided to actually file that LLC uh, earlier than you believe that you (laughs) might have been ready for? Well, I was actually in corporate healthcare, so it was such a drastic change. And um, I hope that some people can relate to this because I literally bought How to Be a Travel Agent for Dummies and listened to every webinar that was free online. I didn't know whether I was going to be an LLC or a sole proprietorship. And those things, you just have to figure out. And uh, I hate this term, but kind of fake it till you make it because that's exactly what I did. And you just have to roll with the little bit of information that you know at each time and just um, put one foot in front of the other. And honestly, like, that's all I can say because you just don't know what you don't know. And um, there are so many resources online. There are so many other people that have done it before. And even if you want to do it in a different way, you can take a little glimmer of what they've done and apply it to what you want to do and move forward from there. So tell us, what are some of the um, systems that you have, or systems or habits that you have created since 2015 um, because you have 12 agents in your company now, right? Like how did you grow? I mean, it's only 2020. (laughs) (laughs) I know. And our anniversary is this week. So that's pretty exciting. (laughs) Congratulations. Uh, Thank you. Happy fifth birthday. Um, (laughs) Well, So first and foremost, I think that the biggest habit of all is staying curious. I I think it's very easy to get in your own head and stay in your same vein of thought and not deviate from that mentality. And honestly, if I hadn't brought in our first agent when we did, and if I hadn't brought in the next agent, it would have never taken a different shape. And I'm so grateful for alternate perspectives and just a completely different way of thinking and sometimes that's a challenge right like we don't always want to think in a different direction but it was the only thing that got us to the next step every way every step of the way so the other tools i will fully uh attribute to the four-hour work week by tim ferris i am a big believer in working smarter not harder and my world got rocked by this book so i (laughs) I am one of those that if you're busy, you're working hard, but it wasn't that I was always busy and being productive. And so I listened to this book and I say, listen, because again, I can't just sit and do something. Everything has to be productive. So I was listening to the audible while I was driving (laughs) and um, I'm listening and he's talking about these automatic um, email responses and directing people to through your voicemail to your email and intake forms and all of these systems that make life 
automated. And I thought, I am not in one way, shape, or form automated. And I am just spinning my wheels. I'm going back and forth on email saying, when are you available? When are you available? Like by the time they answer, I'm not available at that time. So implementing a calendar system that worked for clients, all of these things that actually work for clients, even though it creates obstacles and it creates these boundaries, it actually benefited clients. And that's what I really had to wrap my head around. And as a new agent, what I think would be very foreign in the beginning is that obstacles prove value many times. So if there are certain obstacles in place, it almost creates this psychological perception of professionalism. You don't just walk into your dentist and say, all right, I'm here for my filling today. Because if there's kind of availability, you may be concerned. <laughs> I don't know if a dentist has ever been available on the day that I wanted them to be available. But creating those systems helped make us more professional in appearance, as well as serve our clients better, allocate the appropriate amount of time, and give us the time to properly look into quoting their style, dedicate time to finding out more about their specific routing and logistics, and all of those things that are actually very important, and where we really create value in the industry. So, that's my not so secret weapon, Tim Ferriss. Thank you so much for like just spurring all of these thoughts and um, giving me the the kick in the rump to actually get a virtual assistant, which was a major game changer at at a certain stage as well. I love it. I'm a huge fan of automation. I think that, you know, some people may take it a little bit too far, but it does. It creates boundaries, <laughs> which are really, really good. And it just, it really is more helpful for the, for the client because they, they understand that you're a professional. So I like it. I like it a lot. So what do you have going on right now in your personal life and in business that you are super duper excited about? And if you want to talk about your anniversary again, you are okay, because I am so excited for you to be this far and to be rocking it on your fifth anniversary. So, but you don't have to talk about that. I appreciate that. So I, I'm I'm really excited because to me we hit a a major shift in our business this year that was more focused on growing the team and sharing our philosophy of how we do business and how we believe that travel is shifting versus being quote unquote order takers. So for the past four years you know, we've been travel agents in the most traditional sense where we do the intake, we create the trip and we customize it and we put all the bells and whistles that we think are really great. But we stepped back this year and we thought, okay, how do we get to the next level? How do we become reputable in the industry? How does Explore Tour create a legacy for itself? And we did that by implementing a 10-week training program. And so for 10 weeks, we are taking new agents and taking them through um, sales techniques, processes, automated systems, um, setting boundaries, all of those things 
including a module called uh, Crucial Conversations, which one is a fabulous book, but also is known as my quote unquote blooper reel, where I share like all the things for the past year, five years that have just gone terribly wrong and how you can constructively move forward from them. So I hope that I made the mistakes <laughs> that they never have to make, but we want to do this as a semi-annual training program. And to me, having this community of agents all starting at one time that are all at the same level of learning and then creating a platform where we can all talk to each other. So they have a Slack group that they can post questions. They have homework each week. We have a Facebook group where they can download the modules where I post resources and webinars. So there's this constant influx of knowledge and honestly, the information is there, theirs for the taking. Um, we are also hosting every Thursday. So every the modules are every Monday. So we actually just completed one tonight. And then every Thursday is a supplier training. So they're learning either about a destination or how another supplier works and how that quoting process works and how to work with a supplier in a respectful relationship because that can go really wrong and we can't be successful unless we are respecting each other's time and style of doing business so that's what i'm really excited about that's that's very exciting for us we're actually planning on rolling out our next one in august so i only see growth from here and i'm just really excited for this opportunity for individuals to get into the travel industry and focus on this experiential style of travel that is more boutique and personal and intimate because that's really what everyone is craving right now. Everyone, everyone, everyone wants something custom and we're here to give it to them. I just love all the things that you're doing. Because there are so many people, like we, we talked about this on the pre-interview, but it, there's just so yeah. many of us who are out here swimming or sinking in the ocean alone, you know, when there's so many different communities people can join and so many really good training programs to be able to not be on this island, yeah. like killing ourselves trying to figure it out. Because if you don't know what you don't know, it's really difficult to figure out what is the best knowledge. So you're out here giving the people all the goodness. <laughs> Thank you. I, when I started, I didn't know where to ask the questions and I had a fantastic host, but that didn't mean that everyone in my host was doing the same things or under the same philosophy as me. And I, that was a real struggle. So our, our main goal was to find individuals that are looking to do travel in the same way and then bring them under one host. Because honestly, um, even though my host was absolutely incredible, it's so important for people to pay attention to what host they want to be under. So mine was amazing. And then I decided to go independent and it just gave me all of this fuel to find those who were thinking in the same way, bring them on and share that philosophy with clients in a really personal way. And it helps when you have like-minded folks surrounded by you because that way you all can collaborate in a really awesome way. So good for you. Thank you. So what about personally? What are you super excited about that's coming up? Oh, personally. Well, I'm 
personally really excited about travel. Uh, I'm always personally excited about travel. So that's a hard question to ask. We have one of our own agents is actually getting married in Italy this summer. And so my husband and I, we actually just got married in October and we honeymooned in Italy and went to Ravello for our honeymoon. So it's going to be a really nice one year anniversary to go back, celebrate one of our team members, see the same place that we loved, maybe buy some pottery because that place is stinking fabulous for some ceramics. If you have not been, highly recommend. And despite certain situations that are going on in the news right now, we're still super enthusiastic about our plans to, to return to Italy. Well, congratulations. Uh, getting married is super fun. I want to do it again and again and again on every island. <laughs> He's my husband's not on board, but that's what I want to do. So, I mean, you know, if, if you have more weddings to go to and you want a wedding crasher, I'm with you. So just send me an email. I love it. I love it. My last question of the evening. What's the one thing you wish that somebody would have told you in the very, very beginning? Just that one thing that would have made life a little bit easier. (laughs) This is a really funny answer, I guess. It's not that funny because I lived through it, but um, I actually got audited my second year into business. And I'm, 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 (laughs) I'm seeing your face through the camera right now. And I'm just loving the like look of shock. But I, so when I started my business, when I went to Italy for that three months and, um, or went to Europe for that three months, I actually had done a personal light of credit and I had saved, but it was a, a combination of funds that allowed me to do so. I was super, super detailed in maintaining records for all of those things. So I will say I completely came out unscathed of three months in Europe. I had all the receipts that anyone could ever want, but it would be bring on someone that balances your weak points. And I truly think that was one of my weak points when I started was not being able to see what I was weak in. And when you're excited and you're ambitious, you kind of forget what those pitfalls can be in your own personality. And you just think like, I got this, you know, just step aside. I'm taking on the world. And that is how I felt in 2015. And now I'm, I'm like, dang, girl, you needed someone to check yourself because you needed someone to say, you should hire an accountant now. You should have someone bookkeeping and auditing while you're back home and keeping you accountable for that, those expenditures and categorizing them appropriate, appropriately because yes, it all came out in the wash. It was fantastic. But now think of the time that I spent that I wasn't paying attention to clients that I could have really been investing in their experience. Luckily it all happened in a, a time of the year where I could allocate that time but the, the financial spend that could have gone into potentially marketing or a new website or training uh, resources, anything like that, it's those setbacks that you realize, dang, I, I didn't know what I didn't know. Like we were just saying, like I, I just genuinely didn't know what I didn't know. 
So it's not about hire someone in finance. It's not about hire someone that does marketing. Evaluate your strengths. Give yourself credit where credit is due. Lean into those strengths and focus on that while acknowledging that someone else may be able to balance your business in another way and be resourceful in finding an economical or um, maybe it's not economical, but finding a solution that fits where you are at in your current point of your career financially or uh, proportionally to your business. That is perfect advice. I'm always saying that you have to run your business like a business. And if you aren't able to do some of those business aspects as finances, bookkeeping, you know, those types of things, then hire somebody. And it doesn't always have to be super expensive. No, it does not. I mean, I got my logo for $50 off of Fiverr. I mean, let's, you know, and I feel like I know a lot of people would be quite angry at, at that because there are some really talented graphic designers, but I wasn't at a place where I could hire someone at, at that level. So we do live in a time where we have so many resources and they range from economicals to quite pricey. So essentially, you know, budget travel to luxury travel, it, it's all, it's all in proportion to our business. And so we need to be really aware of that. And, and that is something that I really learned. Well, again, on the lovely travel agent podcast, we have another guest who left tons of nuggets for everyone to grasp onto. So listen to the show, take notes, and let's all just be better on the other side. Thank you so, so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. Thank you for joining the Travel Agent Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Visit thetravelagentpodcast.com for more information about today's episode and other travel agent resources. Be sure to tune in every Thursday for new episodes. Until next time, continue to build a travel business you love.